up, guys? Welcome back to the show. This is episode 193, and I'm your host, Shay Haddo. So today is going to be a really, really jam-packed episode. I've got a lot of awesome things that I want to share with you today around how you can get into the zone for tournament season, how you can really be your best self physically and mentally for all the tournaments or camps or any of those things that you have going on this summer. So make sure I would very much suggest getting a notebook out, a pen and paper to take some notes on all the things that we're going to dive into in today's episode, which is going to be jam-packed. So let's, we're going to dive into three things. So three really big ways for you to get into the zone physically and mentally for tournament season. So obviously right now it's summer, so you probably have a lot of tournaments coming up or ID camps and uh, maybe just some other skills camps and stuff coming up. So it's a lot, it's a lot, right? It's a lot out in the heat. It's a lot of games right in a row, things like that. So there's a bunch of things that you can do to make sure that you're, you're locked in both physically and mentally. And the first thing that we're going to go through is developing a pre and post game routine. So pre and post game routine, let's get into these. So I'm going to get into a few that have really, really worked for me and have worked with the girls that I work with, but no, there are more things. There are several things you can probably go back in the podcast and find other things that work for you. But we're going to go through just a couple things that I think are the most powerful that have worked the best for me. So let's get into pregame. So why is this important, right? Having a pregame routine is so important because so much of the time we just warm up physically, right? So we show up to the field of the court and we do our warm up and then we play and but then it's like our mind isn't ready. We're not in the zone. We haven't mentally prepared to go out there and perform, especially when you have multiple games in a row. It's so important that you develop this pre and post game routine. So let's get into some pregame routine things, right? So most of the time before game, what are you thinking about? Usually, right? You're thinking about, oh, no, I don't want to. I, I I don't want to make a mistake. What if I get benched? What if I make a fool out of myself? Uh, what if I don't play very well? What if we lose and we just kind of go into all the things that we really don't want to happen? The things that we're scared are going to happen. If you think about that and you put your focus on what you don't want to happen, that's probably going to happen. So what we need to do is then focus on what do you actually want to happen? What are the things you want to do? How do you want to feel? Right. So I call these positive what ifs. So instead of saying, what if I make a mistake? What if I mess up? What if I get benched? All of these kind of things, you're going to flip it. You're going to say, what if I score a goal? What if I get 12 points? What if I play with confidence? What if I check really hard to the ball? What if I play really aggressive defense? What if I have so much fun? What if I play with a crazy amount of confidence? Right. And you're going to do that. So you can write it down. You can talk it out. I personally like writing it down, then talking it out. Cause when you talk it out, just like I did right now, it can bring a lot of energy, right? So doing your what ifs before your game. And then from there, you can visualize on those what ifs, right? So you, you have them down now, like find a quiet space, close your eyes for whether it's two minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, it doesn't matter, but close your eyes for just a minute and actually imagine yourself going out and playing that way, right? Imagine yourself going out there and, and feeling that way, like actually feel it in your body, how it feels to play with this crazy amount of confidence. So those are my two favorite things for pregame 
is what are the things you want to do, right? What if, what if, what if, let's think about the positives. And then from there, we can actually go and we can visualize on those things about how we want to play. We want to get really specific with what it looks like and what it feels like for those things. So again, those, those two things together can take a total of 10 minutes. It could take longer if you want. It could be shorter if you want, but that's something you could easily do on your way to the game or before you leave, or even if you get to the field or the court a little bit early, that's something you can do in just a little bit of time that will make a huge difference. It's the one thing for me that made the biggest difference in how I played and how I felt when I was in college. All right, so that's a pregame. All right, so postgame. So postgame is super important, especially for tournaments, right? Because you have one game and then you know, a couple hours later or a day later, you have the next game. So it's like, instead of um, replaying what we didn't do well in that last game and like continuing to like keep that in our mind, it's like, we need to kind of wipe the slate clean and have a fresh new mind and a fresh new body for the next game. So post-game routines specifically with tournaments are absolutely huge, right? So with post-game routines, you're going to ask yourself these three questions. Ideally, if you want to have this be the most effective, you have a journal with you. You have a journal you take out of your bag after your game, on your way home, in between games, whatever it is, and you go through these three questions. All right, so get ready to write them down. Number one question you're going to ask yourself, what did I learn? Regardless of the game, if it was a fun game, a not fun game, a good game, a bad game, whatever, there's always something you can learn. It can be something big or it can be something really, really small, but always pay attention to what you learned in that game because what you learn is how you can get better, right? Second question is what can I improve on, right? So usually we think about this question over and over and over again. We think about all the things we did wrong. So this question gives us a focused way to think like, here's maybe what I didn't do so well, but it's something that I can improve on. So it's an opportunity. So write down the one or maybe two really big things that you wanna improve on from that game. And number three, and maybe the most important is what did I do well? And I want you to write at least five things on this. I want you to write at least five things on what you did well. Again, even the worst game, you can still find things you did well. Maybe you had good communication. Maybe you were a great cheerleader on the bench. Maybe you made one good run. Maybe you had one good pass. Maybe you made one good save. Like whatever it is, there's always something that you did well. So it's really important that you focus on that. And we end with that for a reason, right? So that we're done with our journaling. Ah, great. I did all these things well, boom, put it away. Time to move on. Time to move on to the next game, move on to the dinner, move on to whatever is coming next, right? So get that out of the way and then it's the next step, all right? All right, so that's a pregame routine and postgame routine, okay? So that's a big first thing. Okay, the second thing is more, we're going to talk about the physical side of things. Okay, so the second thing is prioritizing taking care of your body. And this is very specific to tournaments, right? My coaching and uh, my club coach when I was growing up always used to say, it's the teams that take care of their bodies that are going to win. It's not always the most talented teams. It's not always the, the fastest teams, but it's the teams that take care of their bodies that are going to win. Cause I don't care how good you are. If you're in the championship game and you've already played three games and you're tired, your skills aren't going to show very well. So it's so important that you actually take care of your body. Okay. And we're going to talk about three big things here and I'm not going to go crazy deep into them. Cause we've had other podcasts that go deeper into them with experts that know uh, more than what I know. So number one is sleep. All right. Number one is sleep. 
Now we just talked about sleep with Erica on our last episode 192. So if you want to learn more about sleep, go watch that one. But one of the most important things you can do for recovery, it's not stretching, it's not icing, it's not rolling out, it's not doing any of that stuff, right? Sure, that stuff may help. But sleep is the most important thing for recovery. So whether you have two games in a day, one game in a day, zero games in a day, it doesn't matter. Sleep is the most important way for your body and your mind to regenerate and recuperate, okay? So make sure that you're getting at least six hours. Now, everybody's different. One of you may need 10 hours, one may need 12, one may be good with seven and a half. So you have to kind of know how you are, but sleep is so important. So make sure that you're prioritizing that that you're getting uh, somewhat consistent with your sleep so that you're not, you know, going, going to bed at midnight one night and then going to bed at 10 the next night and then 3 a.m. the next night. Like the biggest, I would say it's not really a hack, but the biggest hack with sleep, the most important thing you can do, in my opinion, is staying as consistent as possible to your sleep wake cycle. So try to stay consistent as, as much as possible, let's say within the hour, as far as when you go to sleep and when you wake up. All right. So that's the first one of physical. Number two is nutrition. Again, I'm not the expert on nutrition, but it's so important that you pay attention to what you're putting into your body, not just before games. We tend to just focus on like, oh my gosh, what am I going to eat before my game? Yes, that's super important. But you also need to, to think about what are you eating and consuming during games? For me, I love me some gummy bears or some honey in between games at halftime, especially during a tournament to give me a little bit of a boost. Um, and then post game is super important too. So I'm going to refer you to episode 144 with Natalie Nano Norris on nutrition. It's a full on episode on nutrition. We also have probably two or three other nutrition episodes on the podcast. So go check out the nutrition podcast. All right. So we got sleep. We got nutrition. Hydration is next. Hydration is next. And this is the one uh, that I think most humans in general do wrong, where they just drink plain water all of the time. So if you want to learn why plain water isn't good for you, go check out uh, Tommy John, he has a great book on, on it. Uh, a lot of good podcasts, but plain water isn't very hydrating. Think about it. If you have plain water, it's void of a lot of minerals. If the water comes into your body and it's void of minerals, it's going to pull minerals out of your body. It's not going to hydrate you. So if you want to be better hydrated, Gatorade, mm, not the best option either. Make your own Gatorade. So making your own Gatorade again, this is not my recipe. I don't even know if I'll get the recipe, right? It's Tommy John's. But what I do is I'll put uh, a little bit of uh, high quality Himalayan sea salt, just enough to where you can't taste it. If you can taste the salt, it's too much. So I'll do a little dash of salt, some lemon. You can do some apple cider vinegar. Uh, you can do honey. I think all of those things is his like, but it's, he calls it primetime lemonade or primetime Gatorade or something like that. But doing something like that where you bare minimum, put a little bit of salt. Why? What's good about salt? Electrolytes. What is so like supposedly great about Gatorade? Electrolytes, right? So it's important that when you are running a lot, when you're sweating a lot, you're not just losing water, you're losing a ton of salt. If you licked your sweat, it would taste really, really salty, right? That's kind of gross, but, but you're losing a lot of salt. So if we just replenish with plain water, then we're not replenishing our electrolytes. We're not replenishing the things we actually need. So putting a dash of salt into your water bottle, again, a dash, 
Okay. We don't want to be drinking this crazy salt water. That's not going to do any good. So a dash of salt, some fruit infused water. I've been putting a lot of watermelon into my water, lemon, apple cider vinegar. You can even do honey. Like I said, any kind of fruit, but infuse your water with something other than just plain water. I promise you it's absolutely huge. I don't drink plain water anymore because of just what I've learned about how it's just not hydrating whatsoever. So make sure you're staying hydrated with the right things. Again, I would say day to day, just um, having that water with infused with some of those things that we talked about in between games, during games, it could be some sort of Gatorade uh -huh. if you really, really desire that. Um, but it, you don't have to, cause you can kind of make your own Gatorade. All right. So again, taking care of your body, the three things on this that we're talking about is sleep, nutrition, hydration. Now there's obviously a lot more, but those are, I would say some of the most three important things you can do to really stay locked in. And with this, before we move on to number three, the reason why we're spending so much time talking about the physical is because if you feel like crap physically, do you think you're going to be very confident when you step onto the field? No, if you feel like crap physically, you're not going to feel very good mentally. So if we can really take care of our bodies and feel strong physically, then that's going to boost your confidence even more to where when you step on the field, you know that you've taken the necessary actions to put your body in the place where it needs to perform. And then your, your mind will follow. So that's huge. All right. All right. The last one, the last one is to have more fun. All right. Sometimes tournaments can be really stressful. There's a million parents watching that are way too invested. There's maybe college coaches watching. There's like so many things going on. There's so much pressure. And when there's so much pressure, a lot of times we crumble under the pressure. We don't have fun. We don't play with confidence. And then we don't show our skills. So the more fun you can have, the better result you're going to have. The more you're going to be able to perform, the more you're going to feel confident, the more your body's going to thrive. So you just need to realize that if you want to really be successful in tournament season, it's about having fun. Like, why do you play your sport? It's not to, you know, like sign a pro contract tomorrow. No, it's to have fun. It's to have fun. So the more fun you have, the more fun you bring into your tournaments, the better you're going to play. Right. I can remember like so many tournaments in my life. The ones where I played the best are the ones where I like went out and like had fun with with my team after games, maybe not in between games, like don't go to SeaWorld in between your game. Um, but it's where we just had the most fun, where when we played, we stepped onto the field and we were just excited to play and had fun and weren't like incredibly worried about the result. Like the more fun you can have, the better you're going to perform. So remember why you play. If you're feeling a ton of pressure and you're burnt out with all these tournaments, remember why you play. This is supposed to be fun. The most important thing isn't that you win, isn't that you score 75 goals, isn't that you get MVP, it's that you have fun. Because when you're 30 years old and you look back on the tournaments, you don't remember the results. You really don't. You don't remember the points you scored or the saves you got. You don't remember that stuff. You just remember having a good time with your friends, competing with your friends and having a good time. So when you do that, it's so cliche. I know you're like, oh, have fun. That sounds like, ah, ah, give me something better. But I promise you when you have fun, everything else kind of takes care of itself, right? So it's those big moments that yes, create the pressure, but it's also the most fun. So you get to decide what that pressure means to you. Is it something where it's like super fun 
or is it something where it's something to, you know, kind of shy away from? So go out there and have fun. So let's do a quick recap. Number one, pre and post game routine. All right. Make sure you do it every game. It doesn't have to be this long drawn out thing. Like take five minutes pregame, five minutes postgame. I promise it's going to make a huge, huge difference. Number two is prioritize taking care of your body by addressing your sleep, your nutrition, and your hydration, not drinking plain water. Put something in your water. And number three, go out there, have fun. Remember why you play. The most important moments that you're ever going to have in your sport are the moments where you're just out there having fun with your friends. And when you have fun, you perform. So I hope this episode was helpful. We went deep. We went into a lot of things. So make sure if you need to go back and take notes on these, you do. And if you just listen to this and you go out and you don't do anything with it, it's not going to help. So you have to make sure you implement the things that we're talking about. If you actually want to see a difference in your performance and your confidence. So go out, implement these things. If it was helpful, share it with your teammates, right? If you're in tournament season, you can't go out and do it on your own. So share this with your teammates. Imagine that all your team is doing these things as well. You guys are going to be unstoppable, right? You guys are going to be unstoppable. So make sure you share it with your teammates, share it with your coaches and implement what you learned in this episode. And I will see you next week. Catch you later.